0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Courage to Live Your Dream. I am so excited because I have someone special that I'm going to introduce for just a, in just a second. But for now, I want to remind you that we are the show that helps guide and equip baby boomers in particular to use journaling to grow their creativity, gain more confidence, and increase their writing skills we will show you how to turn negativity, health, and stress from pain to passion to help you heal, preserve memories, wisdom, and leave a legacy behind for your family and even become an author. I am the host, LaWanna Parker, and also the producer and CEO of this show. Today, I am honored, pleased, and thrilled beyond words to have a very special guest to present to you today. This lady is so exciting. And I just know you are going to love her as much as I do after you hear her. She is someone who is what we call an up and coming star in the United States. She's already made it in the Philippines. She's a broadcaster, commentator, live talk show host tv teller tel- radio a radio director producer and she's a certified mental toughness coach she's certified nlp she's also a columnist a writer and a editor she is an international speaker a consultant an educator a trainer a coach event host satirist and a humorist please help me welcome this very outstanding innovating and oh my gosh you're gonna love her miss v miss vivian magdalena vivian thank you so much for joining
1: us today thank you lawanna you said such amazing things i was like Who's that about? Who's that about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's only a small portion of it. My goodness, you are a
1: busy lady. What's important, let's start with this message, is to be busy and happy. That's where we're going, right? Exactly. In anything that in Lawana, it's not necessarily the ha ha ha, ha happy. That's <laughs> very (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the day right you can say it was a good day
0: hey it is a good day it is a good day but you are a person who can turn even the most mundane thing into something exciting and gets people really revved up so tell us about who miss v truly is
1: that is a question that will take me 2,987,654 minutes to explain, and I'll run out of breath.
0: <laughs> let, <laughs> well, I ask. think we can handle a few of those. Give us uh, a okay. glorious highlights of who uh, Miss V is. Because when I met you, I was just really excited because you were so I mean, you had the kind of enthusiasm, the happiness the the s- just rises anybody's uh, level and you brought such energy into the meeting that I first met you in. And I just knew I had to get to know you. And it has been a whirlwind trip, <laughs> I have to tell
1: you. That is true. When one and I met, it was like, we we were like, you know, old friends that reconnected, like, you know how it is in high school and then you meet after 20, 30, 40, let's go to 50 for our age, right? <laughs> Years later. And it's funny, we've been inseparable. We call each other, we text each other. We're just always conversing. With each other. Yes,
0: yes, we do. And I thank you because I, I personally feel I've learned quite a bit just from observing you, uh, let alone some of the uh, advice and tips that you have given me along the way. I thoroughly appreciate that. But I really want to know a little more about Vivian and I'd love for the audience to to get to know who you are. Share with us some of the things that you have done or what got you into radio and broadcasting in general. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sorry, I get giggly when people ask me that. <laughs> I never applied for the job. I never, I never studied broadcasting or anything that has to do with production, and I'm a producer. I never studied how to be a director, and I am. Because I have this belief that having a certificate, a diploma, or a biodata that's about 2,000 pages long doesn't guarantee competence. Mm -hmm.
0: that's true and sometimes learning the hard way is the best way because you won't forget
1: tell me about it (laughs) (laughs) I tell people if I seem so smart it's because it came from all my bloopers in life
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm obviously one of your biggest fans but um, I would like to know when you got into the broadcasting business, did you find it challenging or difficult? Because you're in the Philippines and I know things are somewhat different in the Philippines versus how they are in the United States. So women don't always have as many freedoms or rights in other countries as they do here. So was it difficult for you to get in there and once you get at the end, were they accepting
1: of you? I love your question because most people think you want something and then you want to get into it. My life, if we ever do this again here on air, has been a whole series of suddenly finding myself like, oh, I'm here, and I'm not kidding. Like, oh, oh, and then I'm here. I'm always put into situations I thought I was not ready for or not even ready. I didn't know I knew how. That doesn't make sense. Many mm-hmm. people could see something in me that I was like, ah, me, who me? Me? Okay, let me tell you why. Somebody met me in a seminar on mental health. And he happened to be sitting beside me. Typically me, I always have a comment about everything. Really, I always have an opinion about everything. And I tell people, correct me if I'm wrong. Which people are like, are you serious? I like being corrected. And Lawana, most people don't.
0: Well, the only way you can learn is if if someone who knows takes the time and trouble to correct you, Not in a critical or put down way, but in in an educational way to help you improve. And I, for one, appreciate that because that's how else am I going to learn? You're going to let me continue making a fool of myself and (laughs) you know the answer? (laughs) There you go. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I'm doing all right because nobody's
1: saying anything. (laughs) Exactly. So, to the people who are watching, you see why Lawana and I fell in love with each other. Like, yeah. It's getting kind of obvious, right? We're like, <laughs> and when did we meet? Two months ago? <laughs> oh, it's
0: been about two months. Yeah. Yes. It and it's it feels almost like I've known you for years rather than weeks. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, seeing that's, that's the way we were, what happened was this guy beside me, I had no idea who he was. Actually, I never care who it is. I just say, I think blah. And then please correct me if I'm wrong. Then, if I'm corrected, I'm like, wow, I owe you one. See, where most people are like, how oh, offensive. Mm-hmm. Remember, feedback is a gift. So I say gratefully, I owe you one. Here's the punchline. Mm-hmm. He went on and on and on. And later he said, I want you to guest on my show. I'm like, show? What show? I only knew you're my seatbelt. It turns out he had a talk show, he had a business talk show. And you know what it's like to guest people who just recite things they've memorized. And of course, he's so bored to tears. And he said, <laughs> I said, what are you going to talk about? Oh, he said, I've heard you talk about everything. I need somebody who has a conversation. <laughs> and this is a person who became my friend for a long time, right? Wow. Interestingly, here's the backstory. I guess not on his show, and I, I don't ask for talking points. Mm-hmm. I, I'm one of those fearless characters where I treat everything as just a day in my life. And mm-hmm. that is why I look stress-free at my age, which is 70. It's like, yeah, seven decades here, right? <laughs> <laughs> La look, I tell <laughs> You're people, looking
0: good, girl, for 70.
1: <laughs> well, if you look at the world from a wacky perspective like I do, it helps. And also, if you laugh a lot, it kind of stretches your feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoa, and do
1: tell. I better laugh a lot more. <laughs> yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. And it also works better on camp because, tip for everybody, quick tip is when we're having a good time, they're having a good time. When the guest mm-hmm. gets nervous, the host also gets anxious that it's going to be a bad show. Mm-hmm. So they're giving you tips on production and hosting. So I tell people, just be yourselves. Not when people say, be the best that you can be. That's stressful. I might be having a bad day. I'm not going to be the best that I can be. (laughs) I just really, my greatest message is Mm -hmm. decide that today is going to be a good day. Maybe not a wonderful day. Maybe not an excellent day, but a good day.
0: Well, I always say I choose how my day is going to go. So when I first thing I wake in the morning, I give my thanks that I actually am here to see a new day. Uh, But then I make the decision. It's going to be a good day. Whether it turns out that way or not, I make the decision for me, it's going to be a good day. So I live by that. And it seems to work pretty well. I don't have time for negative things getting into my head. Uh, you know, I get a, enough of that as it is. That's a 24-hour day job. Do you realize that? Because those negatives, they keep coming at you. They want in. <laughs>
1: I like what you said. Mm-hmm. Because I tell people, I say, "What? Well, how do you know it's going to be a good day? Or it was a good day. I have a very simple, childlike like answer. Mm-hmm. Well, the option was to not have today anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm just glad I had today.
0: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: So going back to my story, I was just being myself. And just like you can see today, I ended up interviewing the host. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out the host had a co-host. And it turns out they were two senatorial candidates. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm with politicians because he's so humble. He didn't He didn't introduce himself as a politician. And I realized so was the other one. I'm like, oh, I'm sandwiched between two politicians. Nice. I might as well just enjoy myself. <laughs> really? So I ended up asking the two of them all sorts of questions like when we first met. And then it turns out because you can see my, my body language, I'm just animation personified, right? Mm-hmm. The station manager because they have all of, in a, this is in a TV station. They have so many monitors and he was Look, because most business shows their, you know, their stones and rocks, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's this character like this. He got out from his office, went to the tech room. Who's that? No kidding. The famous, who is that? <laughs> 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 and the techie says, I have no idea. But she's their guest. And so I was just watching. Famous words again. What What a character. <laughs> I don't know if that's good news or bad news, and people say what a character. Point being, after the show, he came over, he came in, and like, oh, I think I'm in trouble. I must have ruined the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I'm like, well, I didn't invite myself. In. It's not my fault. So it's just fine. And it turns out he says, "You're really a character," and I looked at him and like. So I heard, I said, did I ruin your station's identity? Because he was a station manager. Mm-hmm. He said, No, I actually I was so amused. And I said, Sir, I'm not a comedian. <laughs> he started laughing, right? Like, <laughs> what's wrong with this girl? Mm-hmm. But really he said, I want you on my show. I'm like, wow, can you imagine? My energy went boing, boing, boing. Like, really? And I said, you also notice clueless. I didn't know he was the station manager at the time. So I said, you also have a show here? It's too casual.
0: See, only you could turn that into entertainment. Uh, yeah. Someone else had, I've been caught between two politicians. I'm not sure how I would have handled that. I mean,
1: Oops. Yeah, it's a Oops. Day in my what life. What should I say? Are they on exactly. the same side? <laughs> and so it's so funny. And then the two of them came up and said, "Vivian, we'd like you to meet so and so." He's the station manager. I'm like, "Oh, am I really in trouble now?" He said, "I think you'll make a very interesting guest." And I'm like, "I'm gonna be the guest of the station manager because he has his own show." Mm-hmm. And when I got to his show, he was such like you. An entertaining and yet informational and engaging mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Typically me, I have this belief that I don't care if I don't know all the answers. Mm-hmm. But what I care is I ask timely, relevant, and meaningful, cute questions. Mm-hmm. Because it's very, you. my questions are so raw. They're mm-hmm. so human. You can see I have no notes. Anything I do, I give international talks. I don't write. I, I just, it's... I guess my head's a sponge. Anyway, in the, <laughs> middle of the, in the middle of the show, I said, really? And then I started asking him all sorts of things. And then he started answering. And after all, he said, wait, wait, wait. He really said that. This is my show. I am the host. I thought I was <laughs> He for you because my questions <laughs> were so human. You just think, if you're the station manager and you've had the talk show forever, you're always asking and no one really cares about you. They just want to be a guest, right? Mm-hmm. But he was really fascinating. And so he asked all sorts of things. And then I asked him more things until he realized, wait, 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 wait. This is my show. I said, oh, sorry. And he said, you know, for doing that, I'm going to do something. I said, are you going to cut for a commercial and then throw me out? He said, no. And then he looked at the camera. Instead of looking at me, he looked at the camera. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to announce that Miss Vivian over here is gonna get her own talk show in my station very soon. I'm like, eh? Get this <laughs> all of a sudden, all the four languages that I speak, this is all I could say, eh, ah, eh, ah. and then he started laughing. <laughs> I, I don't hesitate to go eh, ah, when I feel eh, ah, right? And on air, because this is all live, I don't do tape stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I don't know anything about talk shows. He said, Where well, you're on, you're in a talk show. I said, well, I don't know how to run one. He said, well, you just saw how it's done. What a character. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it doesn't mean I'll know how. He said, well, you will. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I guess if you give me time. He said, I can give you time oh, okay, but I'm not sure if I'm competent. He said, I'm the one who rates people around here. I said, oh, okay, great. So he looks up again at the camera and says, she said yes. And so she's going to have a show on Monday. I'm like, Monday? But it's Thursday. And he says, yes, Monday usually comes soon after Thursday. So this gets funnier and funnier. And I had to learn production. I've been hosting forever, hosting events, parties, etc., training. Mm-hmm. But it's not a joke to be on TV and it's live like, ah, yeah. The, ah. So I crammed everything I could think of into a concept. Mm-hmm. And because I'm really a child at heart, it's something everybody does in kindergarten, Lawana. Mm-hmm. I called my show, Show and Tell.
0: Oh, why Show and Tell?
1: Well, basically, most people, if you notice, when you're having a snack or dinner or lunch, you do notice everybody's talking at the same time. True. People just want to be seen and...
0: Okay. (laughs) I give you kudos that you were able to step into that role. I mean, to be told on Thursday that you're... You're going to have a show of your own on Monday and you've got to learn everything you need in order to produce that show and make it a success. How long have you been doing broadcasting now?
1: That was 2009. Do the math for me. It's December 2021. (laughs) That be what, 11 going on
0: 12 years now? Yes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So when did you become a commentator?
1: I quickly realized that I don't like interviews that are prepared questions, which I found most people do. And I, I, I am a person, you can see I'm so hyper. I might fall asleep in my own show <laughs> if I meet the questions. I might bore me. Mm-hmm. okay? I really like storytelling. I do this in some countries in four languages around the world. I help people tell their stories Mm -hmm. By having conversations, right? Uh I love your necklace. (laughs) Thank you. Right. Now, question. What I do is help people tell their stories and comment on it. And that people realized was what was missing in most talk shows where people recite, recite, recite. Mm -hmm. And then the host asks the next question and then they recite some more. Mm -hmm. Like here. They're beginning to know what Lawana and I do. We talk to each other, we call each other at all hours, day and night, and we chat. Oh cha-cha-cha. my
0: gosh, do we ever? Right. I'm telling you, it might be early in the morning here and it's midnight where she's at, <laughs> or two o'clock in the morning or something. And we don't think about it. We just send a thing. Are you are you up? Can you talk?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's been a real interesting merry-go-round of uh, getting to know you and having you as a friend and i really appreciate the connection because it's, you have allowed me to learn something about filipinos that i didn't know before and i think it's good when we can mingle with other people and get to learn about their cultures and things and and know that we're really all the same we may do a few things differently but we deep down where it counts, we're really all the same. And I appreciate that from you.
1: I like what you said, and I want people to think about this. I am Filipino, I am based in the Philippines, and yet I didn't grow up in a local school. I grew up in a multicultural, interdenominational school, where there were more of all races, colors, creed, size, age, weight, gender, and less of Filipinos, and that is what gave me this global perspective mindset. And that is where I learned, as a child, that to connect to people, I had to learn to ask timely, relevant, meaningful, practical, and common sense questions. And my favorite question is why. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, you know that the famous.
0: The famous why that two-year-olds give us. <laughs> Trust me, two-year-olds can go why. Whatever answer you give them, they're going to go come back why. <laughs> give them another
1: answer, I why. Ask- why? They all,
0: they're constantly asking why. And perhaps we as adults should learn to do the same thing.
1: I like your perspective because now we were able to tell people exactly what I do. I train people for root cause analysis. Like, okay. this is my this is my problem why do you think it's a problem they're like because it is I said why do you think it is a problem is permanent a situation mm-hmm. is workable. Mm-hmm. what do you think about that Lawana?
0: I think that's something I have to give some thought to <laughs> because, Makes sense. you yeah. know it's um that's a, it sounds easy but it really isn't
1: there
0: I had I yeah I had saw a friend of mine in fact I have a sister who did that to me one time and it was while I resented it at the time she was doing it because I'm thinking why is she doing this but you know what By her c- coming back with the why constantly it caused me to dig deep, deep within myself to find out some things that I didn't realize so uh, it's a great question and if you have someone that you can trust to help you with that, it's a wonderfully freeing thing. It's almost like journaling, which I love because I think journaling is absolutely the greatest thing that has come about. It can help you in so many ways, far too many ways for me to tell you right now. But I will say that if you want to know more information about journaling, I will be happy to work with you on that. You can always reach me at uh, lawana speaks. Uh, Correction, lawana at lawanaspeaks.com or even call me at 916 888 8089. So tell me, Vivian, I know you do some coaching. Can you give us a there may be some people who want to learn more about broadcasting, some of the root digging that you do. Uh, how would they get in touch with you? What's the best way? And do you still take clients? Because I know you are one busy lady.
1: That is my life advocacy. Mm-hmm. I call them more than clients. I just tell them, you're not a client. You come in as a stranger and we end up becoming friends. I am not a typical coach. Mm -hmm. Remember in the good old days, like I'm 70, right? In the good old days, you had a favorite aunt or a grandma. You could come and cry to and say, Auntie, mommy spiked me again. And then (laughs) it goes from there. Mm -hmm. So I'm that kind of person. It's not the typical coaching. Let's identify your point A and point B. I'm kind of a very warm, huggy person. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. And that's what leads me with my training mindset that I integrate with being a certified mental toughness coach and a certified NLP practitioner. That's neuro linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. It's really all about mindset, reframing, see the big picture, see your life in a timeline, and then understanding why. Mm -hmm. Remember, I tell people, when we think something is a problem, a self-fulfilling prophecy, it certainly becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. My quickest advice, Nawana, to all of your viewers and to your friends you can share, Mm -hmm. just say there's a situation that I'm working on and I want to fix it in the soonest possible time. The power of the word. And I tell people, when you mention the specific words manifesting what you want, make sure you have the body language that goes with it and the voice tone. Can you imagine? 55% of a message is from body language, 38% is from voice tone, and only 7% are words. Quickly, Lawana, I will say, can you imagine if someone goes up to you and says, I am such a lucky person and I'm really doing everything to make my life happier. And happier. <laughs> like Really? I don't want to be your friend. You're so weird, right? <laughs> so that's how I help people look at their lives. We don't have perfect lives. I certainly don't. But I tell them what I do is saving people from themselves. One step. At a time, one day at a time. I hope that was useful sharing I did with you today. And the fastest way to catch me is to go on Facebook and look for my, all my shows are there. Look for show and tell radio. The reason it says radio is at the time I set it up, it was on radio, but it became radio, tele radio, live streaming. If you look at it, it looks like TV. Send a message on Messenger, Show and Tell Radio, or email Vivian 2019 at gmail.com. That's M I S S V I V I E N 2019 at gmail.com. Or call Luana. She's always on the phone anyway. I'm- my journal guru, <laughs> Loana, right? I love you. to the wah, wah, wah. I love oh,
0: you. Oh, thank, thank you me. so much. It, it's been a pleasure to have you on here. And I knew you would be entertaining. I'm so glad you came on the show today. And for those of you who re- really like to connect with her, we will put the information out there so that you can get it. And as she said, you can follow her on Facebook. So go look up Show and & Tell and take a look at some of her interviews. This lady is very lively, full of humor, and will leave you laughing and in good spirit. So I highly recommend that you go and take a look at what she has to offer. If, again, it's been a pleasure having you here. I hope you will come again sometime to be on the show. I, I, I fantasize that people are going to start reaching out and saying, "Where? how, how, can, how can I, have, are you going to have her again? I'm looking forward to that because I know it will happen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for being a part of the show. This is Courage to Live Your Dream. I'm so excited that you are on here today. And as I always tell you, please be safe. Do whatever it is you can to take care of yourself. And whatever you do, please always keep the faith.